Hey, this is Jewel Bajavarpu, and you're listening to the Infertility Life Coach Podcast, Episode 13. Welcome to the Infertility Life Coach Podcast, a show for smart, type A millennial women who want to get off the emotional roller coaster of infertility for good. If you want to learn how coaching can prime your body and mind for pregnancy, then this is the show for you. I am your host, Jewel Bejvarpu, and I am an infertility and endometriosis warrior, as well as a certified life coach. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, friends. How are you doing today? I am doing so great, and I am super excited because I have one of my great friends and fellow life coach, Elizabeth Drake, here on the podcast today to talk to us about masculine and feminine energy, the differences between the two, and why you need feminine energy in order to conceive. She's going to give us tips to unblock our feminine energy and teach us the biggest misconceptions about feminine energy. I am so excited to have her on the podcast and to learn all about this topic today. So who is Elizabeth? She is a dating and self-love coach for high-achieving women who want to attract and keep a high-quality masculine man and build lifelong love. She is a master at guiding others through the inner work and a teacher on understanding men and masculine and feminine energies. She has created her own unique methodologies to help women break repeating patterns with men heal the past, and build deep self-worth and self-love so they can attract powerful, loving, and authentic partnerships with men. So Elizabeth, welcome to the podcast, and I am so excited to have you here today. Can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about like what you do and who you are? Yeah. Hi. Thank you for having me. Um, So I, and thank you for the intro. Um, so yeah, I, I work with women who are trying to attract a partner into their lives. And these are really high achieving women. And sometimes they, they're having trouble just like finding that right partner for them. Um, you know, with a high achieving woman, like we, we have really high standards. We like know exactly what we want. Um, and it can be a challenge to find that really high quality, like masculine man who's going to lead the relationship and you're going to feel like you can really like express yourself, be yourself with them and have that like really deep, intimate connection. Um, so I work with those women to help them just figure out like what's in the way, like, why is that happening? Why haven't you met him yet? And we, we work through whatever it is that's there so that then they can call that man into their lives. Yeah, no, that sounds great. And I'm sure that many of my listeners were at one point in that stage too, because they're all high achieving type A people and they, you know, were probably struggling to find a man as well. So um, can you tell us a little bit more about like the inner work that you do? Because you mentioned that in your bio, like, because a lot and how you, you know, connect that to the masculine and feminine energies. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the inner work, this really has to do with just looking at like, what stories have I been carrying around about myself, about men, about what's possible for me, about relationships, stories that 
you know, they come from experiences that we've had, but then they sort of shape how we go on moving forward and who we think we can be or can't be and what's possible or what's not possible. Um, We look at the limiting beliefs. A lot of those come from experiences that we've had that we didn't even realize like, oh my God, I've been like taking this with me all this time, something I'm believing about myself. Um, So we're doing a lot of work just to like peel back all of those layers and those things that we've taken on that aren't really true and aren't, you know, they're not you. And we think they are. We think that this is something that's in the way. This is why someone won't love me. This is why he won't, uh, you know, commit to me. And so we look at what's all that stuff that's in the way and we just like clear that out. It's some really deep work. Um, we all have these different parts of us that will pop up at different times. And a lot of it had to do with when we were children, like this was the way that we, we learned to cope. Like this, this was effective as a child. It got us through something in childhood. And then we continue to play those things out in our lives going forward. And they can actually be part of the reason that we're having trouble with men. (laughs) So we do a lot of work around that. Wonderful. So can you tell us like, what is masculine and feminine energy? Like, let's give a basic understanding for people who maybe who have never heard this term before. Mm, Yeah. Um, So masculine energy is the energy um, that both men and women can be in. Um, And it's we want a little bit of both, right? But masculine energy is the energy of like, I've got a goal. I'm going for it. I'm really focused. I'm going to get that thing done. It's like single focus, direct. It's like on the path. It's committed. Um, That's masculine energy. And feminine energy is more of the like, oh, I'm like open to possibilities. Oh, what does this feel like? Like, how do I feel? It's like in your body. It's like emotions and feelings and joy and pleasure. And it's like not committed to any particular outcome. It's more like, I'm just here for this experience. I'm just open. Um, That's more of like the feminine energy. Okay. Yeah. So now that you're explaining it, I feel like our society in general, like values masculine energy more, like at least that's what like the kind of person I was taught to be with like Mm being this masculine energy. Like what's your take on that? Yeah. Um, So this is something that I see with myself and almost every woman I know and all the women I work with, because they're all like high achieving women. It's like, um, yeah, when we were going through school, what was valued and what we took on that was important was like doing well in school, good grades, like the outcomes, our achievements, like all the things that we're doing. Um, And so, yes, like there is a a major overemphasis if we just look in society on like being in this masculine energy and valuing masculine energy over feminine energy. Um, And this is this is part of the problem that we get into when we get into relationships and men are actually really craving and desiring connection to that feminine energy that they don't naturally have as much of and even less than we do because of how they were socialized. But when we're in that like goal oriented driven, often it's like a very performative kind of energy. And so behind it, especially with women, I see a lot of it is actually this, like, I'm not good enough. And I'm like trying to prove that I am. Um, So it's kind of this performance based energy that we can get into. Um, And feminine energy is, is the way that we actually get to connect with our ourselves, like our essence, our joy, like who we are just inherently as worthy, like beings on this planet for doing nothing <laughs> just because we are. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes so much sense. And I feel like a lot of the women that I work with are also stuck in this masculine energy. And then um, they're trying to conceive, which is a very feminine energy thing to do. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, it doesn't mesh. 
So what are kind of like the biggest misconceptions about like masculine energy or feminine energy? Um, well, I'm curious, like for you, like on, on your journey with like trying to conceive, like how, how did you see, did you ever think like, oh, I need to try to get into some other sort of energy? Like, have you ever felt like shaming yourself or just thinking that, oh, I should be some other way? Like what happened for you? If, if we were to like put the lens of like feminine, masculine energy, like how did that show up for you? I think because I'm so high driven and so many of my clients are so driven and we're like one goal in mind, get pregnant. And so that we're in this masculine energy. I mean, I was in this masculine energy and had to in through coaching, I've realized I've gotten more into the feminine energy um, through coaching, through thought work, through all the things that I've done to try to open up to the possibilities of like the unknown and open up to, um, things not going a certain direct path. And, but definitely at the very beginning of my trying to conceive journey, it was definitely, I was very driven, very much like, this is the goal. This is what we have to get to like, what's wrong. Why is it not working? And like doing everything, pushing pressure, everything to try to get to that goal. So very much in that, um, like that masculine energy. Yeah. Um, and I see a lot that like, and, and I've noticed this in myself too, like there can be this feeling that like, if I don't control everything, like if I'm not making it happen, if I'm not on top of everything that like things won't happen, like it's yeah. not going to happen. It's not going to happen the way I want. Like, like there's this fear of like letting go of the control and like trying to have the outcome this specific way, like the way I envision it having to go and the way it, it should be and how I think it needs to happen. And like, I can, I think that it can be really challenging when we live in this society and we look around and it seems like everybody's achieving through the masculine energy, getting their goals done. And then we're wanting to take that into the bedroom. <laughs> we're wanting to like apply that to our bodies um, and then control our bodies. Um, and that just doesn't, ultimately, it doesn't feel doesn't good. <laughs> it doesn't work, right? Like the the feminine energy is a lot about also just surrendering and, and trusting and like knowing that like my inner wisdom is also a guide that I can actually trust when we're in this masculine energy. We we can actually put our, our everything outside of us and look for answers outside of us instead of being really tapped into ourselves and like our own inner wisdom of what's right for me, what's not right for me. And and just the trust that like life is actually always giving me exactly what I need and that I can actually just relax and allow this to happen as it's going to happen. And there are going to be things I'm going to need to do maybe, and maybe they're not. And if, if we can approach it with this totally like different paradigm almost of like, I just, I trust that like life is working out for me then the things that do need to happen can feel so different also. Yes. Oh my gosh. And I really think that is the number one problem my clients face is they want to control the outcome. Like, and, and I used to feel this way too. Like I wanted to control the outcome of getting pregnant. I wanted to control my body. I, and when I couldn't control it, I was like, what's gone wrong? Yeah. And versus just being in that feminine energy, which is saying like, Hey, everything is working out for me. Like this is 
all happening for me. And I think that's like such a, it's so much more relaxing and relieving and opening, creating that space. I talk about a lot about with my clients, creating space in our minds and bodies to get pregnant. And like that feminine energy, I think is definitely creating that space versus Mm -hmm. the masculine energy is like constricting it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know that there's the issue of then when we, when we want to control our bodies and our bodies aren't doing what they, what we want them to do, then, then there's this feeling like that, like there's, there's something wrong with me. I, I'm broken. I need to fix myself. And then we get into that like shame spiral, mm-hmm. um, which this will happen with my clients when, when they're dating and they're trying to find a man and they're like, he needs to be the one fixated on the one guy or fixated just on that outcome of like meeting the guy. Um, and, and so much control around that process that they can't enjoy the process. They can't really connect to the men that they're meeting because they're so in their head with where they're trying to go and this outcome that they're trying to fulfill. And if it's like going a little slower and sometimes this slows it down, <laughs> um, then like the, the judgment that like, uh, you know, there's something wrong with me. Um, and sometimes it's just the like, wait, no, I can just like relax a little bit. Like there's nothing wrong with me. Everything is what it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. So kind of what are like the biggest warning signs that maybe your feminine energy needs some attention? Yeah. Uh, if you're feeling stressed, <laughs> if you're feeling disconnected. Um, you're like having minor like explosions at your partner, <laughs> at yourself. Um, you'll just feel there could just be a sense of like total disconnection from like really what's going on in your inner world. Um, and you'll be like, everything's fine. Everything's fine. But then things slow down even for like one moment. And then everything starts to feel like it's crumbling around you and collapsing. Um, but there'll be the sense of like this pressure and this, um, stress and, and you will know, like something doesn't feel good. (laughs) And when you start to feel that way, it's like, okay, I'm like, I'm stepping out of like what actually is good for me. Mm, those are really great morning signs because I feel like that happens to a lot of us, but yet uh, maybe most of us aren't relating that to masculine or feminine energy. It's just like, oh, this is just the normal. Like I'm just stressed. I'm just anxious. I'm just, you know, not feeling myself. And we, and we've like come to accept that as a, as a society, I feel that that's just like, okay, that's totally normal. Nothing's gone wrong versus like, oh wait, we can fix this. Like, this is something we can fix. This is something we can change. What do you think about that? Yeah. Um, I love to talk about the the choice that we have about like how we experience what we're going through, because there's always a choice about how that is going to feel for us and, and what that's going to be. So there's going to be something that you are going through. There's some process, there's something you're doing. And you get to actually choose how do I want that experience to go? How do I want to feel going through this? And then you get to create that for yourself. That's actually a choice. So if something is feeling stressful, pressured, not fun, you actually have a choice to be like, oh, (laughs) like I'm creating that feel. I'm actually creating how this experience is going for me. Um, And this is part of like, not having so much control over like where the outcome, right. But like being in the actual experience, because we're actually only ever here right now. We're never in the future. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. so if we can actually let go of like, okay, I'm I'm doing like the steps I need to be doing literally right now 
and the future will work itself out, but I actually get to just be here. How do I want it to be here? Like right now? Yeah. So really coming back into the present. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's so important. So important. And so with coming back into the present, how do you like help your clients or how would you help, you know, my audience as well, like to say like, Hey, like your feminine energy, they might be feeling it needs some attention. I checked those boxes off the list of, you know, working on my feminine energy. Like, what do you do next? Like, how do you help heal this? Yeah. So when, when we're in that, like push, push control, control, like kind of energy. And, and by the way, for men, it doesn't feel like that. So this is something that's different about like within us when we're in these two energetics, it actually doesn't feel the same for men to, to be in that. They have a different experience of masculine energy. Um, so interesting. I never thought about that before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We could go into a whole thing about that. Um, but I would say that the biggest thing is if you notice that you're in that like pushing and controlling and forcing energy is like to just like sit like sit down for a minute, just get quiet for a minute and just like really tune in with yourself and be like, okay, like what part of me right now is not feeling safe? What part of me is needing to control this experience is afraid of something. And like, just to start to tune in with yourself, be all of these different parts. And there's going to be a part that's kind of responsible for the way that you're, you're pushing and forcing and controlling. And probably that part is like trying to protect you. It's trying to keep you safe. And then also you can be like, but since this doesn't feel good, let me just see like what's going on with this part. Like, why is it needing to do that? What can I give it so that it can actually relax a little bit and let go a little bit? There's something going on there. And so just get curious and start asking yourself these questions and start just like sitting, journaling, um, just start to tune in a little bit. Yeah. I think safety is, you hit the nail on the head with safety. I know like myself and so many clients, like ha- like when you start trying to conceive and then it doesn't work, you feel unsafe in your own body. You feel unsafe again, like with your dreams, unsafe with, you know, all these ideas that you had about the future. And then you're suddenly feeling like, oh, they're being ripped out from me. So I think that idea of like safety is so important in like, how can I regain my sense of safety, regain my sense of self? Yeah. Yeah. So how would you use feminine energy to try to make like sex while trying to conceive maybe more enjoyable for these women who are kind of (laughs) stuck in masculine energy, (laughs) bringing that into the bedroom? Yeah. Yes. Um, Well, feminine energy is all about the experience and about how we're feeling. It's about being present in the moment. It's about being open, right? Receiving. Um, and so of course this applies to sex. Like this is where we want to see it the most, you know, because this is what creates polarity with you and your partner and, and actually uh, creates that experience for you. So this is really about slowing down and like taking the goal completely off the table. <laughs> and the goal gets to be like, I am just going to like, enjoy this. Like, I just want to feel good and focusing in on your body and in your connection with your partner. And this is about completely letting go. Right. And so you're going to have to be like that goal of getting pregnant. Like we're leaving that at the door (laughs) and it's just going to be about this moment with us connecting. Um, that will make a huge difference. Yeah. Like how, how do you leave that goal at the door when it, cause I know like for myself and for my clients, like 
at least how it used to be for me, like it was obsessive. Like that goal was like in my head nonstop every day, every minute. And then like it, and then when like the time came to have sex, it was like exacerbated. Like, yes, like, yeah, this is the reason for this. So like how, like any tips or suggestions of kind of how to like leave that goal at the door to be able to be more present with your body and to be able to like, cause you're right feel good, enjoy the experience is really what, um, we all want. Yeah. Um, I mean, we put our, we can put pressure on ourselves in just in the sense that like, Oh, I need to orgasm. Right. Like, so it can be yeah. even, there's so many ways that we'll put pressure on ourselves in, in sex. And, and so this is really the really, really about like noticing the self-talk. Okay. Where mm-hmm. is that coming from? like, how can I help like that part of my brain, like calm down? Like, how can I get it to slow down? Um, and so it can be really helpful to, to do something that will just get you in your body and start to check like minds <laughs> at the door, analyzing, thinking brain, cause that's going to get in the way for anyone, not even if you're just trying to conceive. Um, and so like, you've got to check that at the door, right? So this is really like, it is a practice. It is a choice. It is something that you get to be like mentally strong about, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. and also like, what part is it that won't let go? So like, let me work with that part that keeps popping this thing up, keeps bringing it up. Like it's going to go back to the same thing that you'll find when you're just sitting quietly and checking in with why I need to control my body. It's like, it's going to be the same thing. So what part is that that's coming up? what insecurities, what fears does it have? Why can't it let go? And you have a dialogue with that part. Yeah. I think that's super powerful. Cause I think it comes back to that safety thing. That part doesn't feel safe and why? And, and once you, I think awareness is the big key there. Cause like once you can become aware of that part and like recognize it for what it is and exactly what you said, like give it what it needs at that moment and be with it, then like it's going to dissolve itself slowly, but mm-hmm. surely with practice versus yep. having to like fight it out or duke it out and be like, no, I'm going to push it aside or, you know, try to ignore it. Um, I, that's what I always work with a lot of my clients on is like, okay, we're not going to ignore this part. We're not going to fight this part. We're going to, you know, be aware, notice and, um, take care of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything that's coming up is something that like, it actually just needs love and attention. <laughs> and if we're ignoring it, we're, we're not giving it what it needs. It's going to keep being there. Like anything that we're resisting, anything that we're avoiding, like that's taking our energy. That's still there. It doesn't just go away. And so this is the, this is the work of really having a relationship with yourself and all the parts of you. Um, and this comes back to just full self-acceptance, like thank you for, for your thoughts about this part. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate what you're trying to do for me. Like, what can I do for you? What do you need? How can we work together? Yes. Oh my gosh. Totally. And I love that idea that you brought up a little bit before about slowing down. Cause I think a lot of that masculine energy, when you're a, you know, a woman experiencing masculine energy, um, a lot of that's like fast, fast, fast and get it done. Like, go, 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 go. And I know at least that's how I've experienced. It's like, you know, you're on hyper speed and you can't slow down. And so really like slowing down enough to notice these parts Mm -hmm. and slowing down enough to being able to be 
you know, question and curious. And I think that's super important. And like a really good first step is just to slow down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a related to your nervous system. So this, this is going to require some like work with calming the nervous system and, and what's showing up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Elizabeth, what would you like, like your, maybe your best advice, what would you say to like high achieving women who are trying to get pregnant, who are trying to conceive and maybe not, not being as successful as they wanted to be around masculine and feminine energy? Yeah. I think the biggest thing is loving yourself through the whole process, loving yourself with whatever comes up, loving yourself when it's not working out the way you want, loving yourself when you're frustrated, loving yourself when you're thinking I'm there's something broken and wrong with me. Um, this is really a journey about accepting and loving ourselves. Um, and it, you know, every part of us. So if, if you are struggling to get pregnant, this is not a time to punish yourself. This is not a time to tell yourself that you're less worthy than other women. This is really, really, really about just like deepening your relationship with yourself. And that's going to make all the difference no matter what happens and when it happens. Totally. I 100% agree. Thank you for that sentiment. That was perfect. Um, How can people learn more about you and what you do and work with you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, The best place to find me would be Instagram. So you can find me at Elizabeth Karina Coaching um, and also Facebook at Elizabeth Karina. Um, so either of those places I'm in both. Awesome. And do you work one-on-one with women or how do you like, how do you work with people? Yeah, I work one-on-one with women who are really looking for that amazing partnership with a man, different lengths of time, um, different ways to work together. Um, so if they, if you're interested, reach out to me and we can talk. Wonderful. Elizabeth, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today and talking about masculine and feminine energy. I think I learned so much and have a lot more stuff to work on myself. And I'm sure everyone listening has some great new insights um, about their trying to conceive process and how they can support that with their feminine energy. If you love the podcast and if you have liked what you have heard so far, I would love it if you could leave me a five-star rating and a review. Reviews help others find this podcast and help them get the strategies that they need to thrive during infertility. Remember to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. But maybe you want to take this work to a deeper level. I have the perfect coaching program for you. Go to www.simplyjewel.com forward slash empowered infertility To learn more about my signature one-on-one coaching program, Empowered Infertility in 90 Days, and apply to work with me. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Infertility Life Coach Podcast. See you next time.